Welcome back to That's One Way to Look at It. My name is Sum, and I am accompanied by, as always, Cavi Ratnawira and Galvin Janey. How are you guys doing today? Doing all right, man. The days are just keep on getting hotter, and we're just running out of days for summer, which kind of sucks. But, you know, trying to... No, it's only a Tuesday. We're still in the middle of the week. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make the most of it. Trying to make the most of it right now. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yalvin, you doing well? Yeah, I'm doing well. Just uh, trying to, as long besides this heat, everything's good. <laughs> yeah, this heat is killer. Um, for anyone who's listening in on our first time, our podcast revolves around uh, topics regarding post-secondary student life. Um, so our segment today is called Hitting the Books, and today our topics will be about taking university tests and how we approach examinations. So what do you guys think about university exams? What is there not to think about them, man? It's like, you just don't want to think about them, but that's the only thing you think about once when school starts. You're just waiting for that think, period. Yeah, I know. It's like, I don't know, back in high school, like, whenever the teacher would be like, yeah, you guys have a test on Friday, I'm like, oh, no worries. I just have to know the stuff, and I'll be okay. But whenever they're like, yeah, you have an exam on Friday, I have to not only know the stuff, and not only go through like a bunch of practice questions, but I have to know the layout and the format of the exam, and I have to prioritize like every single minute on the exam. Like you have to be as familiar as you can with the exam. Like I feel like, oh yeah, that's where half the stress comes in. Like high school and university, like the the differences in um, difficulty of the exams is like really different. I feel big difference. What 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 do you think accounted for that? Like difficulty like change in difficulty like what was different for you yeah so personally um during my high school exams i'd say most of it was just based on like pure memorization like nothing really based on like concepts and stuff like that or maybe like a few questions but for the most part i i'd say that you could study like as long as you paid attention in class you could study like the day before the exam and you could still do really well whereas in university isn't that what we all do now (laughs) Oh, do you do that still? Oh, man, I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. work for me, man. <laughs> Not really. doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. not a good habit to have. I don't know. Yeah, it's so... Every time I think about the exam, I, a bunch more questions come into my mind about the exam rather than, um, you know, a test I would take in high school. Like, like, what kind of questions? Is it multiple choice? Is it short answer? Is it long answer? Is it essay? Like, and then, and then you just what goes through your mind you start cycling like possible questions and like for example you know i had a test uh, a couple weeks back and there was like uh i was thinking i was told that there were going to be long answer questions and i'm just like okay what kind of you know what possible long answer questions so like all this entire thought process just adds onto the stress because there's so many possibilities to how they can test you regarding um regarding that it was it a midterm that you had yeah, regarding that midterm, did you get a practice test like before your actual test? We got a we got a practice we got a sample test. And how, but, how was that? Like, how was the preparation like from like high school versus like university for you? Like, like I remember personally for me, like in high school, like we get practice tests, and sometimes the same questions in the practice test would appear on the actual test. So I was like, yes, yeah, so like I already know half the test, you know. But like <laughs> when I came into university, it's not like 
they like sometimes they like I've met I've been in classes where I don't get any practice tests, which is the worst thing ever because you're just walking into like a blind exam and you have no idea like what to expect or what to answer. That's that's so unfair because the way they test you in university like can be so tricky. Mm-hmm. They the like, a lot of the times when I don't know I feel like when students get big questions wrong in the test, it's usually because they either don't know the question, but that's, you know, their fault. Like, they, they weren't prepared with the knowledge. Or it's that they misunderstood the question. And I feel like so many university tests do that intentionally because not only do you have to know the answer, but you also have to be very aware of, like, the kind of question. So, I mean, I guess that's fair. But um, in regards to, like, prepar- the preparation of my midterm, it was fair such that the layout of the exam was the same. Like, there were um, on, the, on the sample um, exam that they gave us, which, by the way, had no answer key so we didn't know if the answers were right um they the layout was the same 25 multiple choice and then and then like it was 20 um, short answer and then a few long answer the layout was the same the test the actual test had the same uh format but the the content of the questions like the difficulty that was that was not the same that was it it was yeah it was i mean obviously it's going to be more difficult on the final exam and a lot of the questions on the sample final were questions we already went over. So it wasn't really practice. It was more just showing us the layout. So I felt, in my opinion, that was a bit unfair. But, you know. Right. I'm actually glad that you bring up that point. Like, so you said that you got a practice test, but you didn't get the answers. Like, what is your opinion on that? Because for me, like, personally, oh, that's, like, one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, I feel like when I get, like, a practice test and, like, like I don't think, like, I should deserve the answers right away for the practice test like yes like they should like come within a reasonable amount of time but like when there's no answers given i feel like i don't know how the professor might want me to answer the questions and so like exactly. i might perceive my own way of like you know answering that question and then i go and write that but it's like completely off from what the professor was expecting and exactly. like i don't know if you guys feel the same way about that but that oh it just really bothers me like yeah, it really I, bothers I, me I, I definitely agree with that, and um, I, I I feel like uh, it, it's really unfair for a lot of students because say say some students like they have already like established like study group. This study group can then obviously go over the answers with each other, and then if if they're if they're already like solidified students, right? Then they might they might already have like a good base on the test. But for someone who might not know many people in the class they might really struggle because they don't know what to do. But um, I feel some profs, like they, if you go to them in office hours, sometimes they like go over questions you might not understand, which I guess at least that's helpful. But I definitely think that sometimes that's not even an option as well because they have so, such few office hours that you might not even be able to go. I feel like that's also where like a lot of stress comes in because not only are you worried about the type of questions that you get, but you also have to be worried about how you answer and you have to you have to start worrying about how the prof's going to market or or even who's going to market because sometimes obviously like there are going to be courses where the prof's not gonna, usually the profs don't mark all the tests the prof usually divvies it up between him and his and the TA that worked for him and and every TA is going to be different i mean there there might there obviously is going to be a grading criteria but when it comes to things that might be open to interpretation like like written questions or essay questions that that is where you know some luck can come into play like maybe one ta i don't know one ta is going to be more generous than the other or the prof is looking for specific words and you got the main concept right but he doesn't know that because you didn't say 
you know, these keywords, which, you know, like that's not to say that that's completely unfair, mm -hmm. um, but as long as, I think the stress comes when you have to be sure that you're getting your idea across to the prop and whether that includes using the right words or writing uh, your answer in a specific format or way. Um, that's why I like multiple choice questions because there's always one solid right, unless it's like <laughs> OCAM where exactly. it's check all that apply, then, then you know, yeah, I definitely, even then. I definitely yeah. like multiple choice more too, just because of what you said, like there's, you no matter what, there is exactly one right answer and no matter how you like, how you like, I don't know, like you, there's just one right answer, which is good. There's always, basically when I look at a multiple choice question, I tell myself, okay, step one, the answer is staring you in the face. So like, you can't escape. It's not like, it's not, <laughs> no, seriously, like, like it can't escape you. Like it's in front of you. You have the possibility to catch it. Um, whereas if it's a written question, it's like, um, okay, this is my idea about it. But then you might have misread the question or you might have misunderstood the concept about what the question was testing you. But the multiple choice question is usually very clear cut, like which of these are right or which of these are wrong. Um, and then you have to just pick the answer. Um, and even like I was saying, OCHEM, the, there are multiple choice questions where it's like check all that apply. Even then, even though like that's obviously more difficult and, you know, you lose you have less chance like by probability to get the answer if you don't know the answer um there's still like a set answer there's okay a b and c are correct like that's set that's set in stone um so yeah i i don't know i enjoy multiple choice that i think multiple choice questions are fair i feel like um short answer and and written answer and essay questions that's where it becomes a bit of a gray area mm -hmm. <laughs> how has oh, oh go ahead go, go ahead Gavin. go ahead Oh, I was going to just say, like, uh, just going off on that, like, how has your approach to preparing for tests, like, changed? Like, for me, like, from first year, like, I think I was still really reliant on my high school studying habits. So, like, when I was preparing for the exam, I did the same bad habits I had in high school. But, like, I feel like I learned, I learned more from first year into second year. Like, do you guys have any, like, specific things you changed? Javid, you want to go or should uh, sure, I can go. Yeah, I, I mean, with regards to, I think, I think first year the testing is a little bit more. Um, I think you get a little bit more preparation in first year for the test. Like I think the profs realize that it is your first year, and so they're at least a little bit more helpful. I I think, from what I recall, they like we always got a pretty solid practice test. Mm -hmm. um, and the real test was, in most of the cases, pretty similar to what the practice test was. Um, but uh, like in second year, I think it, I, I think it's subject dependent, really, for me personally. Okay. Like with the, with changing my habits, like for mm -hmm. some of the classes, like things like um, it's weird, like things like math, um, for me is like a lot of practice. Like, I just, I, like, I can't just, I need to do problems in order to get better. Like, that's just purely it. Um, but things a lot like bio, I think coming into university especially, it was a lot of, like, interpretation questions. And, like, a lot of, you had to do a lot of thinking on the spot. Yeah. Um, Even those kind of questions require practice. Like, you should do those kind of Yeah, questions. yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I mean, the more practice you get for everything is for sure better. But I felt like with bio, like, I had to... 
like over first year and second year and like even third year like i had to make sure that i had all the facts laid down like all the fundamentals known before i even attempted to like think about like the question outside the box because that's usually what was presented right like there was never a question that explicitly asked like something to recall from what you learned it was something to apply from what you had learned um especially in second year so especially in like the bio classes like i was like like after first year i was like wow like i really need to make sure i know like the basics before i can even begin to like come into this final and even attempt the questions that they're going to ask um but yeah like relative to math like i feel like it like had i continued math i would have kind of kept the same approach of just doing like as many questions as possible but like in bio like you know it's yeah i like obviously like i would have done all the questions they gave but like regarding my study habits for that i would have probably like really focused my time on to knowing like all the details that i needed to know like looking at the learning objectives actually that's good that i brought that up because actually that's one big thing i think i managed to apply to myself at least was learning objectives like in first year i didn't really take them that seriously and in third year i thought like learning objectives were my life because i was like <laughs> oh my gosh like if it wasn't for the learning objectives there was so much information thrown at me i wouldn't have been able to just know like everything for the test that they asked for right, right. so in principle in principle it sounds good like learning objectives this is what you have to learn like they're going to give you a topic mm-hmm. like amino acid metabolism and this is your top this is what you're going to learn and you're like okay that's pretty straightforward um obviously it's not that simple um but in theory it's good and no and i'm not saying that it's bad also i just wanted to um go back to the topic of like the, the type of testing in second year you said there were more application questions and i feel like university that's one of the biggest differences with with post secondary education and secondary education I feel like secondary education is a lot of um simple like regurgitation of what you learn like this is what you learn what did you learn and you just put it on the test and and then you, and then it gets marked but um in in university the testing is uh more applied so they teach you something they teach you concept uh like let's say they teach you three concepts in this class concept like 1 2 3 and then they give you a question on the test and you read the question and because you're not used to seeing application questions you have no idea how to go about it but then when you see the answer later it talks about concept 1 and you're like oh that makes sense i use this concept and i apply it to the question and this is how i answer it and i feel like that's a huge difference and that's why university is a lot uh, more difficult yeah i agree galton what do you um and so i'm like i don't know if galton you want to start with this question yeah. um what do you think about how is the feedback on your tests after you've done them in university compared to like high school like did you minimal did you right. see a difference there or like what was that um non existent yeah for a lot of classes i'd say feedback is really just like oh this is what your score is like oh you got a 80% or you got like a 73% like honestly like for some of my classes we can't even see the test until like a while later like um some classes you you write the test and then the prof is like yeah you need to wait a month or a month and a half for all the exams to be marked and then you can just view it once whereas in high school you always just got to get your exam back like in my case the teacher just marks it gives you the exam you can take it home see what you, where you made mistakes and then like you can just keep practicing with the same questions again later as well but in university i almost never have that opportunity except for very few small cases i'd say I feel like it depends on the type of test though if it's like a I it also depends on the test and uh and the prof exactly. I think like if it's if it's a test like 
let's say it's um, let, let, let's say it's a English essay, right? That mm -hmm. you that you're being graded on, and depending on the prof, like you, I feel like you're gonna get more feedback out of a English essay that's marked rather than like a math math um, uh, test uh, that's like, oh no, this method is wrong. That's why your answer is wrong. Um, but in an essay, in an English essay question, it's like you should apply, you should talk more about this topic, or you should talk more about this, or you should talk. You're going off track. You should talk less about this. So I think it just depends on the subject and uh, and the person who's grading it. Mm -hmm. What about you, Kathy? Yeah, I think again, it's like there. I saw a difference between like first year and third, like third year. Like um, uh, in first year, I thought I, I I thought in first year actually majority of the midterms we got to like keep. So we actually got to take those tests back. I mean, it's it's a whole different case with like final exams at university, right? Like, yeah. you never get to see those. But in regards to like at least first year midterms, like they they right. they gave those back, which which ultimately just meant that the professors had to write a new test because realistically that's what it is, right? Like they they could be giving back all the tests, but they'd have to create a new one for every year. Mm -hmm. So I guess in that case, it was it was good of them to give it back because then you physically had the paper and you could see what you did wrong and you can go talk about it with your prof if you wanted to um but like that i felt like coming into second year like that changed completely like even for midterms it was like okay if you want to view your midterm sign up for this date at this time and you get like 10 or 15 minutes to just check it over and then if you have anything then you can write like an appeal and stuff like you know it was exactly. like the it was like the final format so yeah i think again in first year there was a little bit more um guess leniency and a little bit more feedback given uh compared to over the years mm -hmm. um yeah but like i i know you switched into pharmacy in third year how was there how was the testing was there any testing difference that you saw any significant change between from going from bachelor of science to bachelor of pharmacy uh i'd say the testing like uh like you said the learning objectives uh most of our profs like they they clearly outline what the learning objectives are and you can really hone down on those learning objectives which i feel was not as like in first year i don't know whether it was just me not really understanding how important learning objectives was or whether it was just that profs weren't emphasizing enough it's probably just me but uh, yeah i think that's one big thing that i changed in pharmacy and then in pharmacy a lot there's a lot more emphasis on practical stuff as well like mm -hmm. um, a lot of the examinations are like in person where you actually like have to um do things like rather than just write stuff down so that that's like i guess that's a big difference like we had to test out vital signs like measuring vital signs which is something i wouldn't do i guess as much in science right, right, right. yeah and what about for you some like how was there any drastic te testing differences once you got to your senior years um, besides the, like, difficulty in, in the questions where they ask you to apply your knowledge, um, not so much. And even the difficulty doesn't increase that much. It's just, uh, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say difficulty, but I would say the, uh, quantity of how many, like, let's say your test in second year composes of three application questions mm -hmm. and everything else is more or less just knowledge-based. And then let's say third year, your exam is, you know, like 80% application based. Mm -hmm. I just think that they, they ask you to apply more and they think that senior 
um, year level students should be you know thinking outside the box and things like that so that's that's personally for me that's what I've noticed um, otherwise yeah I haven't switched faculties or anything like you guys so it's more or less consistent in science mm -hmm. what about yourself Uh yeah I I mean, once I, I, I found a huge difference coming into um, medical lab side. I, I honestly don't know what it was. I don't know if it was because I just was more interested in what I was learning or because we just had different professors because a lot of my professors now are professors that aren't actually, like their full-time job is outside of the university. Um, they usually have day jobs as either medical doctors or as um researchers out out in the labs um and so and they created their they created their own test um and so i i thought in medical lab site like we didn't i think one of the biggest like one of the hardest things was we didn't usually get a practice test just because they were so busy and they they had their own things going on that they just didn't have time to um um give a practice test but i thought when they tested us they were like you said um a little bit more um, um, to they were a little bit more focused um, on the learning objectives um, and so I, I found that that really helpful as well like when I just focused on the learning objectives I, I felt pretty um, pretty prepared for the test because I knew like that's what they were looking for and that's what they ended up asking on the test whereas necessarily sometimes in science like I'd, I'd look at the learning objectives and I'd still cover the test and I'll be like, oh my gosh, like I'm not too sure like where this was supposed to be learned or where they're asking this from or things like that. So, so yeah, I definitely, I, I, I liked, uh, even though I had way more tests to do in third year um, because of the amount of classes I had to take, I, 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 I would say, well, no one really enjoys writing a test, but if I had to write all the tests in third year, I'd redo that, then write my tests in second year. Even though they were harder, like I just, I just thought I was mm -hmm. better prepared for them. So. You sounded like you were about to cry, reminiscing on your text. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's, it was yeah, it was really bad. It was just oh, writing eight final exams was just not easy. It was yeah, I, I was I would never want anyone to go through that. That was fine. Oh, that's me in second Did year. You, you this didn't year. have any control over that either, though. though so I mean, <laughs> wasn't really. I mean, it was all standards. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I knew what I was getting myself into, so it wasn't any big surprise or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, that's <right>. terrible. <laughs> um, hey, finally. What is it? Do you guys, how about we give off maybe one tip that we've learned or that we use for a test? Could be about preparation or writing a test in general um, that you guys could think. Um, I could go first if yeah. you guys want. Uh, I got one as well. I was just going to say, um, uh, just, you know, obviously preparing before an exam, you have to know the material. And one good way to know the material as, you know, this is something everyone's probably already heard, but uh, a good way is just to talk about it or teach other people. But mostly talk about it because, um, I mean, you know, unless you're helping a student that doesn't know the, the subject material or the content, then, you know, you can teach them. But I feel like, for me, I find a lot of the times talk, talking about uh, the content really helps because just going over, just literally re-saying um, what you've learned so that it just solidifies in your head, I feel like that's a good way to prepare to to nail down concepts. But, I mean, that's just, that's just one piece of the puzzle. There's so many 
other things you have to prepare for, like the exam. You guys can give yeah. um, some hints. Um, uh, so I think mine goes off on sums as well. Like I think there's a big difference between passively learning and then actively learning. I think in first year I was really basically a passive learner. Like all I did was read the textbook, think I, I like hopefully just understood it like in my head, but I and then I just did some questions. Whereas like nowadays I'm much more active. So when I read like a few pages, I kind of just take a step back and then just ask myself like wait what did i just learn and then put stuff into my own words i think that really helped me a lot this yeah. year like yeah. con converting what the like textbook authors said in their words and then just changing it into mine i think that's that's a big difference i agree yeah, yeah those are great points uh yeah i think one thing i one of the big the biggest changes that i saw was that when i actually started paying attention to the learning objectives i know i'm going to come back to that we talked about that a lot but i really find that a big difference like i felt like in third year when professors didn't give me the learning objectives like i was asking for them and so compared to first year when i was like oh what are learning objectives i need to know everything for this test doesn't matter what these guys outlined so yeah, I would say for anyone that's coming into university, like definitely look at the learning objectives because that is really what professors like look for. Those are the like the big things that they want to make sure that you get out of the class because there is a lot of information thrown at you. Um, and really, I think the biggest thing is to start early. Like, like it's not like you can usually professors tell you when your midterm dates are on like the first day of class. So you know if you're really if you really want to be like a really good student. You know, you you should know how to time yourself between the first day of class and that first midterm, and just really take it test at a time. Yeah. Um, so that's really what I had to add. Um, but yeah. Sweet. Well, I guess that's all we have time for today. Um, guys, tune in next time for our for more topics on uh, examinations, uh, school life, and tune in for other segments that we may be producing. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.